just like, oh my god. And yesterday, he's got, he's still got that high-powered laser thing. What high-powered laser thing? That. Eric's always had lasers. <laughs> Eric's into lasers. Well, yeah, because when the we same were, way Charlie's into magnets. Yeah, well, when we were in eighth grade, Eric had a laser pointer that uh, he brought to our the high school we were going to at eighth grade day, and you would see the musical in the morning, and then you'd go around and like check out the high school and kind of see prepare yourself for the next year, right? Like an orientation. No, it's just eighth grade day because it's the year ahead. Okay. So you just go and it's, you know, it's like you could go here. and So it's like a practice for orientation. Sure. And so, but you see a full musical. Okay. And Eric brought a laser pointer <laughs> and kept shining it on the girl's face, who I know now. And Matt Simon was the lead. No and way. I was like, do you remember the laser pointer kid? He was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was my cousin. <laughs> And then he also, when we were sophomores in high school, we were in the same homeroom, and he had a Palm Pilot and oh, programmed right. it to change the channel on the television. Because it had an RF on it. That's sure. right. Radio frequency. That's uh, so the old, the sh- o- the old remotes. That's what they ran on. Was a radio frequency. Yeah. And the Palm Pilot. I guess for that reason. Yeah, because you could use it as a remote. Yeah. And so Eric programmed the Palm Pilot. Uh, to the school TV, <laughs> and we would have to watch this thing called Channel One, and it was like, here's a lesson about being Christian, but it's teens doing it, and you're like, we don't know these fuckers. Yeah, yeah. And so Eric just started flipping to the channels, and our teacher was like, what the fuck? What? Who's, who's doing this? So a few years ago, he was over at mom and dad's house, and he had this laser that's like the power of the sun. Or something. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Well, it it's like something with UVs, and it looks like a really high-intensity flashlight. Like, probably like an inch by an inch square, or maybe a half inch by half inch square. And, uh... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I had a chicken wrap before I came over and I was like man that is not sitting well and it's sitting fine now (laughs) so he has this laser that I think harnesses the power of the sun and he pushes a button and it works like a laser pointer but it burns immediately I think you use it to maybe start fires and okay during for camping are you serious and so he would just kept putting it on my skin I was like ow god don't spray it wasn't that bad what's the fact no, that's not how this works. I'm sucking. I'm sniffing it all up. Oh, God damn it. It's so gross. I'm trying to teach smell. you. It does. Because as soon as I walked in, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. I'm glad I brought the spray. So he's got this. So it works like a laser pointer. And he kept shining it on me and it burned. And so he still has it because he sent me a Snapchat. That's, this was like eight years ago he did this to me. And so yesterday he sends me a Snapchat of him sitting across a parking lot, and this guy's like laying in the bed of his truck, obviously just taking a break. Yeah. And Eric fucking hits him with the pointer. <laughs> and this guy sits up. He's like, what the fuck? He like starts looking around, cannot figure out what it is. <laughs> and he's got his phone in his hand, and Eric keeps just like shining it on the phone in his hand. Anyway, it's like, it's a good 45 seconds before this guy figures out it's Eric doing it from his truck. And Eric was like, oh, he got me. <laughs> I was like, you've been doing this for 25 years. And he's like, and it's still funny. <laughs> Nothing beats... The story you told me about the Snapchat. 
where he was eating raw raviolis. At it a, wasn't, I mean, I think they're cooked when they're in the can. No, because you can't put a can in the microwave because it'll start sparking. But I think you just heat it up is what I'm saying. I think they're cooked. How do you cook? Was it a metal can? Yeah, it was like Chef Boyardee. Yeah, those are raw. They're not. How, how do you, okay, explain to They're me. They're pre-cooked, they're just cold in there. You, all you do with the cans of oh, like okay. soup and shit, you just heat it up. Okay. And you just rewarm it. They're cooked in there. You're not like fucking microwaving the raviolis till they're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, also, you're supposed to warm them up. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> supposed to warm them up, but at least he has a can opener. So I can't, he's a truck driver. I don't know if you guys have figured that out yet, but he's a truck driver. Uh, like interstate. State, well, interstate. Uh, national. National, that's the one. National. <laughs> he's a national truck driver, but just for part of it. And, uh, yeah, he's just been sending me Snapchats from the road. And so he started smoking. He's smoking Marlboro Red 100. He's smoking Marlboro Red 100s. If you're going to go, go go the fucking worst way. Yeah, so he's smoking Marlboro Red 100s and drinking ravioli out of the can. <laughs> That's health. And he goes, this is real trucking, boys. And I'm like, that has to be the worst flavor combo. Yeah, not to mention the what the inside of your mouth has to feel like after that combo. I doubt he can really feel the inside of his mouth, Chris. That's fair. That's fair. Um, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We're siblings. Yeah. You know that. We're Scott and Carol's kids. Uh, we're uh, the niece and nephew of uh, Mitch and Val. We haven't mentioned them. Just throwing them out there. Yeah. Also, also Val listens. What up, Val? What up, Val? Uh, sorry, we have been inconsistent. I had a vacation, and then that, and then we had to immediately go back to Kansas City uh, because we had an aunt pass away. Uh, God rest her soul. Uh, so we had to go back for that. And then Andy stayed because her new gig allows her to be remote at that time. Mm. So uh, Andy got to enjoy some good mom and dad time. I got to have some mom and dad time. Spent my birthday there. I was. Yeah, you went to Chicken and Pickle. We did go to Chicken and Pickle. Which is, for those of you who don't live in the three locations, I think they have six locations. But uh, I think they have way more than that. They're like, they're inter- they're national now. Are they? Are they're they, interstatal. They're interstatal. Uh, it's basically uh, like a pit. There's a lot of pickleball courts. There's bags. It's basically like shuffleboard, shuffleboard, indoor pickleball courts. All the stuff your rich courts. uncle had in his backyard. Yeah. Well, they made a bar out of it. Yep. And uh, the food's decent. The drinks are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you so that you went and rented uh, a pickleball court and a yep. shuffleball court. Yeah, shuffle, shuffleboard and shuffleboard. pickleball. Have you ever played shuffleball? It's terrible. Well, it's not a game, Chris, because you're an idiot. All right. That would, that would explain why they asked me to leave. Uh, also, I was Daffy Ducking it. Donald Ducking it. I was Donald Ducking it. Daffy Ducking is just wearing nothing. Yeah. Except a collar. Which is just something I'll try. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we went, we took Otto and the Bean, and boy, were they tired the next day. <laughs> they were like, what? And especially Bella was just like, the Tasmanian devil of excitement. Yeah. Like, what's that? What's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? What's this? 
Like could not contain it. Just like like a crack hen. Yeah. Who sees like the Mount Everest of crack. Uh, just so you know, Otto and Bella are dogs. Oh, they know. I know. Just they know. what if they're first timers? Well, why you always got here. You always got to explain for the first timers in case they're first timers. They're otherwise. I didn't get explained my first time. They're uh, well. That's because you went to a Catholic school where they pretended sex didn't exist. I was talking about shuffleboard. Oh. I just went for it, and there was a line rule. That, or can't do the lines count? Does it have to be inside the lines? Oh yeah. And no one could agree. You think that'd be a Google situation? The uh, lines are clear. The rules were clearly explained on the fence. I had a friend just text me asking me the price of something, so I literally just sent me, I just sent him the link to the website. Also, I sent him a link to where if you click the link, it goes straight to prices. Okay. Because also, don't text someone for shit you can Google. Uh, He immediately texts back, ballpark question mark. And I just finally gave up and I was told him what it was. And he was like, and then I, but I want to text him, you know, you could have saved yourself seven times the energy by just tapping that once, and yeah. you would have seen exactly what the prices are. Yeah, I have just respond. I just respond to people with, you can Google that. Yeah, the next well, time. Well, because then if you give them advice, they're like, you said beep, 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 and it's like, no, no. But also, I went a step ahead of that. I was like, I already Googled it for you. Just fucking click here. Yeah. So, mom and dad and I had some good times. Yeah, sorry about that. We didn't get off on a tangent. Uh, uh, it was fun. We watched that series, The Bear. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's so good. It's about a chef. Okay. He is like a James Beard award-winning chef. A James Beard? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, that's like the highest award you can get as a chef. I thought that was a Michelin star. That's what a restaurant gets. Oh. Yeah, James. Can you get both in the same year? Is that like an EGOT? Uh, Great question. Don't cover it in the show. I don't know. Okay. So, but his brother dies, and so he has to go back home and take over the family business, which is a sandwich shop in Chicago. It's great. Oh, okay. It's so good. Who's in it? Suggest it. Jeremy Allen White, the kid from Shameless, Mm -hmm. and uh, Joel McHale is in it for like a scene. Yeah. Does he play a douchebag? Uh huh. Man, that's weird. I know. He plays his. uh, the chef's alter ego, eating away at him. Oh, okay. <clears throat> He's great. And uh, some other folks are in it. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I highly suggested. It. It's great. Very fun. Dramedy. Dramedy? Okay. Mom and dad watch, and, and I watched all kinds of stuff. Well, so much local news. So much. Lo- Listen, if you're going to watch the news, that's the one to watch. Because they keep it straight. They, they don't have 24 hours, so it's like, and they really only have 15 minutes, because then they got to go to weather and sports. Yeah, but. Then they have to have the good time story. Dad's like, we have to, we are, I just want to watch to watch the weather, and I'm like, but your phone tells you, like, to the minute. Yeah, but it is pretty with the maps, and they point at stuff, and you're like, that's not even there. Yeah, you are creeping up on 50, I'll give you that. It's, it's time. You'll get there. You'll get there. And many, many, many moons. You just wait. You'll just wait. You'll be like, ah. you know what? I was I was wrong about the valley, and I was wrong about the local news. Well, the time will come. Uh, but we did go see a movie. I went and saw Where the Crawdads Sing, which is a total <laughs> chick flick. And Dad <laughs> leaned over halfway through the movie and goes, this is slow. <laughs> <laughs> did he say it loud enough? to? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, we were in these like it was called an AMC dine-in, and we were like, oh, it'll be like they're like you have servers and all this stuff. We're like, great. So we go in and we sit down and we're like, there's not like a button or anything, and the seats are shredded to shit. Yeah, it was so gross. Mom's cup holder didn't even have like a metal liner. It was just like a hole in the leather. Oh God! <laughs> it's like the where was this bowl at the AMC Prairie Fire? And so I Sounds went up like to the more front. More like AMC I'm like, dumpster fire. <laughs> literally, I, right? I went up to the front. I'm like, "What does the dining thing mean?" And they were like, "Oh, you ordered the concession stand, and then we bring it to you." And I was like, "What? What? Just give it to me now." It's yeah. Fucking raisinettes <laughs> and a pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'll just, I'll wait for it. Yeah. And uh, so, but also, listen. Dad is one of the funniest people ever, and uh, <laughs> I kind of think he's just moved on. I'm starting to think he's just—he's aiming for the stories we tell in when he dies in three years. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's a story we're gonna like—that's really funny. We're like say in, in the, three years. Yeah, it was a joke. I just heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's funny. That's like if that was a scene in a movie where your dad, who's just on the cusp of maybe going down the hill, and you're and he's just like this movie's slow. <laughs> like that's funny. Like if that happened in a Sex in the City, that'd be all time scene. Well, he also after the movie, we were like, oh, it was good. He was like, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. You know, we were like, we know it was slow. <laughs> and so we were, we get home, we go have dinner and then we get home. We're like, what should we watch? Dad was like, not that goddamn fucking movie we just saw. That's for sure. Oh, wow. And we were like, you said you liked it. He was like, I did. No, I did. I did. I just, fucking... I just thought it was slow. And then, but then he's like, that fucking piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's, uh, he's like, no, but I did enjoy it. It's it was just, great. It, it was, was other great. than being a giant slow piece of shit. It had great moments, like <laughs> the like the end when uh, we got to leave. Yeah, loved and, those uh, parts. My diet coke was really well mixed. Like they had just had it serviced, like you could tell. <laughs> uh, and that was cool. What else do you do? Any good dinners? Because you go do all the weird stuff when I'm not there. Yeah, we didn't, though. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. What did we? Has made... Yeah, tried. I had my birthday there, and Hannah and Katie were like, what do you want to have for lunch? And I was like, bowlings, baby. I want uh, bowlings. Yeah. And guess what fucking is an open out south on Tuesdays, which was my birthday. Uh, bowlings. It was bowlings. So I got to have Jose Peppers, Ugh. which was my second choice. What? Why? Why was that your second choice? Honestly, it was the espinaca dip that was calling my name. Okay, I got you. I got you. And uh, worst margarita I've ever had in my whole life. Well, the last couple of times I've gone to Mr. Goodsense to well, the Mr. Goodsense probably our our parents' house is trash. And, oh, I had uh, it. I I thought it was good. Uh, well, I got a. Did you get a hot sub? No. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's it's just gone really close to Subway where they're just like. <sighs> yeah it's like, warm it's warm and we we didn't toss it in the buffalo sauce but we did spray a bunch on and also it's a little thicker than it used to be so deal with that you know what i did do in kansas city the cookies are still bomb though i saw cheryl crow I you did 
Oh, man. Talk about a show I could be less interested in. Oh, my God. It was so good, though. Yeah. She's so good. And her band was great. And that girl's vocals are tip top. I'm sure. And she's 60. Yeah. And she looks fucking but like she's 40. But 4. Yeah. Look at mom. She looks great. So I get there. I get. We're at the concert. And uh, it's the day after all the family services and stuff. Uh, for our aunt, and so you know, I'm ex- I'm there. I'm excited. I'm rip roaring stoned. Yeah, I got my cocktail in my hand. You're like, we're gonna set records. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get fucked up tonight. Um, so I'm standing there talking to our cousins. Uh, the day Hannah Boop, I'm talking to her, and this girl comes up, is passing by me, and she pushes me. She's like, Hey, good to see ya. That's right. And I was like, What? I'm like, who is this? And she like get, opens her arms, huge, wide, gives me this big old hug. And I'm like, hey, hey, girl. And I'm like mouthing to the girls. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I don't know her. And she was like, ah, see you around. And then just like nudges me in the shoulder. I'm like, okay. And so it's the end of the concert, towards the end. And Jen and I go back into Grinders to get our last round of drinks. We're walking out back to our spot in the crowd. And I was like, I, I'm walking in the mulch and I get another push into my back and yeah. I turned around. It's the same girl. She was like, Hey, <laughs> I was like, Hey, Hey girl, finger guns, finger guns. <laughs> so a couple I tell, get home and tell mom and dad the story. And a couple days later, mom's on Facebook. She shows me pictures. She goes, is this a girl you didn't know? I was like, yeah, that's her. <laughs> she was like, that's your cousin. <laughs> And I was like, oh. Ah, uh, the problems of a heavily Catholic family. <laughs> yeah. I well, got... to be fair, it's, my, it's our cousin's daughter. Yeah. But I had been with her the day, two days prior. I got 137 cousins and I don't know any of them. All my, all my relatives like to fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. And then, yeah. Do you you want to, should I just keep going into the weekend? No, did I ever tell you the story, the McDonald's story about how I met our cousin and I had weird, okay, so this girl, I was 16. I'm this, like, which time? This girl was semi-attractive, but had was very aggressive and was like, for whatever reason at this point in, at McDonald's, oh, I think it was, they were having problems with their employees, like showing up with clean uniforms. Like, not me so much, but the the adult McDonald's workers. Mm-hmm. The ones who were like, fuck it, I work at McDonald's. Yes. So it got to the point where they were just like, just show up in whatever fucking dirty-ass clothes you're going to wear, and then we'll fucking supply you with clean clean uniforms. You can go in here and change. This chick used, always used to, like, try to get in there when I was in there, and like, and I was like, okay, get the fuck away from me. And, of course, you work with these older dudes who are like, bro... That girl totally wanted to get in there with you. Where I'm like, nah, I just got weird vibes about that chick. And they're like, all right. And anyway, so she always like tried to flirt with her. I'm like, get the fuck away from me, Stephanie. And uh, finally, one Sunday afternoon, my mom walks in. Stephanie's like, Carol? And St- my mom's like, Stephanie? She was like, I'm like, how the fuck do you know each other? She's like, she's your cousin. And I was like, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, man. Thank God I only got that HJ. 
<laughs> oh, it's 16. Sorry, it was a McCandy. Um, <laughs> episode title, McCandy. God damn it. Real nice. Real nice, Clark. Uh, do you want to, is there more? Did you, oh, you also had a birthday. I went ha- camping. Yeah, happy birthday, Andy. Thank you. Uh which you already said that, I know that, but I was letting you have your story. We actually put a post up on the Instagram. You which, sure did. Which you should follow, One Millionth Pod, at One Millionth Pod. That's all words, One Million with a T-H and a P-O-D. You should probably also follow us on Twitter, which is at the number one in the words Millionth Pod. Mainly so you know things like why we didn't post a pod. And, or, and also future reasons why we don't post a pod. Yeah, because as any of you know, our pods aren't... You know, on schedule as much as they're just a gift. Yeah. That show up whenever. I think we're back. Yeah, we're back. I think I think I think we're back. Yeah. God knows what'll happen. I don't happen. want to curse us. Of course. And your your gig's going well? Gig's going well. Uh, I went camping this last weekend for the first time. That was a success ever in my life. Now it was more of like a were you in a tent? Uh I was in a camper. Oh, okay. But the camper had been there for about 50 years oh uh, yeah no they invited me and i was like no i would have to like rent something to show up we get up there i mean i will say sandra bought a really nice memory foam mattress topper to put on the pullout couch that meg and i slept on and yeah. it was glorious okay and there's air conditioning and so that was nice yeah what was the smell like uh, i really didn't have one okay i it mean wasn't bad because here's the deal you can maintain a camper very well for 50 years, but at the end of the day, it's going to have 50-year camper smell. It's going to have a little smell. Yeah. Yes, he was like, a, he was like Andy, how do you think your brother would do up here? I was like, ah! I'm a bougie think bitch. there should be a hotel nearby. Yeah. No, and I, there's not. I was thinking, uh, you can have like a tour bus just like dropped off. <sighs> I'm going to show up like that way. It would bring round the boys it's that is a mega country up there oh yeah and of course there's like this one eerie little kid up there who's on an e-bike yeah but wears a nitro circus helmet on these dirt roads and this rv campsite yeah and one of the wheels needs to be greased and he's always just going so slow and looking at what you're doing but also i got news for you andy if you're not the in the metropolis of los angeles san diego or san francisco oh i know it california is very much mega country. oh i know and we were right we're not that far away from bakersfield and fresno oh yeah so and it's there's a lot of farms up there um saw a big truck of tomatoes Oh, yeah? I mean, it was just, it was like, wow, that's a big truck of tomatoes, (laughs) followed up by a big truck of garlic, and it smelled great. Oh, you never, oh, you've been up to Gilroy and all that stuff, where the garlic Mm -hmm. festival, oh, yeah, there's, that's like where all the garlic is grown up there. Yeah. That's why they have the Gilroy Garlic Festival, and, uh, man, there are times of year where you walk, drive through, and you're like, holy shit, pause for fart. Fart. Spray yourself. You need to learn. Um, yeah, uh, quite the drive up there. Yeah. But the lake was so nice and refreshing, and the boat was fun. Was it clear and all that? Clear-ish, I mean. Yeah, better than the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Was it warm? No, it's like it was It was cool. Okay. It was nice. But not like I jump in and I lose my breath. Oh, yeah, no, it was like perfect. Not like the ocean is, where it, you're like, well, that's, I don't. 
I'm not going back in there. Right. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. It was really nice. Uh, Steven and Sandra were incredible hosts. And, uh, yeah. Well, good times. Yeah. yeah my I, neighbors decided to bring all three of their dogs. Oh, you took your neighbors. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they came along. Awesome. And brought all three of their dogs, two of which are Italian greyhounds. And I don't know if you know much about Italian greyhounds. Not strong swimmers. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're super uh, aerodynamic, which does not do well for swimming. No, and they brought them on the boat. Yeah. And uh, one tried to get in the water, sank like a stone. <laughs> sank like a stone. Tried to claw its way out of the boat the whole day, both of them. Uh, it was, I lost my temper at the end of the first day. Oh, did you? I was, yeah, and I was like, no greyhounds on the boat. <laughs> I was like, they're not water dogs. And I, I was like, I didn't bring my dog. There's yeah. a reason. I don't want to babysit a dog. I'm not here to watch your dogs. Yeah. Watch your dogs. Not my job. Dog job, your job. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you rage flip a rowboat? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then I went under it and I was like, I'm staying here the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Oop, snake, snake. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. <laughs> Never. I'm not staying here the rest of the weekend. <laughs> also, I'm going home. So, Meg and Aubrey, and I rode up with the neighbors. I rode home with Aubrey and Meg. You you rode up with the neighbors, and I assume the dogs. Yeah. Oof. That seems like a lot. Yeah, luckily there was a car bar, so I was really leaning into it. (laughs) There was a car bar? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a cooler full of seltzers. Oh, okay. (laughs) Car bar. But, uh... Yeah, I rode home with Megan Aubrey. We stopped at a casino, which I An Automobistro. <laughs> Jesus. That's good. Uh, we stopped at this uh, reservation casino called Tatchy. Yeah. And uh, I left with $100 more than I went in with. Good for you. Look at you winning. I know, right? Just taking money out of poor natives' hands. <laughs> but we were like, we went to their food court because we were like, well, get something to eat there, have a beer. Calmer, hang over a little bit, gamble, and then hit the road again. So we get the food, and we're sitting at the table, and Aubrey, and we were just dead silent for like 20 minutes. And Aubrey was like, I feel like this is what purgatory feels like. And Meg and I were like, yes, that's what it is. Because like you couldn't smoke in there, so we're like, what's that weird smell? It's like, oh, it's clean air. Oh, yeah. In a casino, that can be off-putting. Yeah, and a lot of people, women whose ponytails start from here. Which is, she's pointing mid-scalp. Yeah, and going back. It's, uh, it was an interesting crowd. Okay. And it was, uh, it was sad. <laughs> so I took their money and left. Took their money and left. But, yeah, that was, that was it. But successful camping trip, nonetheless. I go, but I got to tell you, those bathrooms are so hot. Yeah. It was so, take pooping in the morning was like being an Olympic level sauna. Like your face was just pouring sweat. Oh, no. And you're like, why did I even go in there? Yeah. Does that help the pooping process? No, no. It feels like it complicates it. Because <laughs> you're not as secure on the seat. You know, oh, you yeah. <laughs> slip sliding around. <laughs> Weep! <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was, I've never felt grosser in my whole life. And then I'd be like, I'd be done, I'd be like, slap on my forehead, like, let's get on the boat. 
Oh man, well I've been several places, most of them in California luckily. Yeah, tell uh, tell us what journey you've been on. Well, I was in La Jolla uh doing shows at the world famous comedy store. Uh put myself up in a nice little hotel. Uh did some amazing shows. Uh and on the way back, I finally got to like let the Tesla drive itself for a while, like on the open road. Ooh. And uh, that was uh, real nice, Clark. I bet. Real nice. Uh, you have to apply, you know, it makes sure you're still awake and shit like that. And, uh, but no, it was a lot. It, that was super cool. And then I, you know, obviously while I was there, I we found out about Susan. So then. Got home that night. Then the next day, we went to fly out. We pull up to Burbank. Flight has been delayed to a point where we were going to miss our connection. So they put us on a red eye out of LAX. So we came back here. I made us dinner. Yes, you did. We had a very you nice... You even made auto dinner. I even made auto dinner. Uh, you know. He got orange duck, though, which I think is fucked up. All I got was chicken tendies. <laughs> I did. Well, you know, I love auto. Anywho, <laughs> uh, so then we we uh, finally got to LAX. We got there. We flew home. I was literally there for a day. I only got to stay for part of it and then immediately flew to San Francisco to, to do shows. And uh, yeah, the shows were great. I love San Francisco. I get to go to my favorite breakfast. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys have heard him. He just won't shut up about rice and Yeah. Love it. It's in a box. I eat it raw, and then I just take the seasoning packet, pour that in, let my stomach figure it out. <laughs> uh, Do a couple burpees. <laughs> just get it all shaken up. Yeah, so when I barf it up, it's a cohesive it, flavor. Yeah, and that's how I made auto dinner. Uh, oh. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, I did some, and also Punchline, greatest comedy club in the country. Uh, so it was real nice. Everyone that came out, God bless you. Uh, great shows, great time. Uh, Micah came out with his shirt. Dude's got a shirt. It's a black shirt, uh, and it's got like logos for like nine of my bits all on it. And uh, brought his daughter. She saw a show for the first time. How old is she? I get 21. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. Is got- he the guy who broke both feet? No, that's my buddy Jacob, who works up at Russian River, who I got to see. He only broke one leg. Uh, but, Jacob and Micah, I knew they, I knew they were biblical. Uh, Jacob, who partied so hard that he hung out with me one night and then rebroke his leg, literally just standing there. And uh, but that's how hardy parties. And uh, hardy party. That's, that's how hardy parties. And uh, yeah, but so on my way back from San Francisco, I was driving back with a friend of mine, and. We had some. We had to go through Santa Barbara because we were going to see the Black Crows, and then uh, stopped on our way there at the Taco Bell on the beach oh, in yeah, Pacifica, the California. The world's nicest Taco Bell. Uh, did I, you get anything? I did not eat anything. Uh, here's a tip: if you are going to go, don't go on a Sunday afternoon when it's really nice outside, because that place is jamming. And, uh, but no, you can just walk up and take pictures. I took a few photos. I'll post them on the Instagrams. Uh, it really reminds me of like every like place we went to lunch on the lake. Cool. Yeah. Like wood floors, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's a Taco Bell, 
but you're on the beach and also Pacifica, California is like utterly gorgeous. Love their beers. Uh, so I stopped there. Literally just, I walked in. Also, I hadn't eaten anything and I wasn't going to start a day that included a six hour car ride with Taco Bell. I mean, it's what your body knows. Not anymore. I'm off those things. Uh, I mean, I used to eat squirrel. It's the writing I, is still on the walls. I used to eat squirrel till I found out how much cholesterol was in it. Oh wait, no, that was Eddie. Uh, but no, I had a great. So then drove down to Santa Barbara, saw the Black Crows, got home, uh, got to hang out. Uh, what did I do that week? I do something cool. Uh, something cool. Something. Co- but I actually got to go backstage at the Black Crows. I I hadn't, I hadn't got to do that because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we saw them at like festivals where they were like literally just coming in and coming out. So I got to say hi to everybody. Nice. And, uh, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen so many people in so long that like I walked in and I and everyone's like fucking Porter. And so I looked really cool in front of my friend, which was a real nice. It's starting to get real subtle. Uh, aren't I great? No. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, what happened this week? Where was I? I flew somewhere. And I Where'd flew- you go, Chris? Hold on. You do this podcast. I do do this podcast. Where did do I? You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of which, that new Beavis and Butthead movie on Paramount Plus is so funny. Oh, is it? It's so funny. <laughs> I... I've watched it more times than I would like to admit. Okay. <laughs> and there's a new series that comes out tomorrow that I'm excited about. But did you remember what you what you were doing? Uh oh, I was in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, Cincinnati. Oh, and I got to take the really long way to get there because I landed in Dallas uh, and found out that my flight to Cincinnati they just weren't going to do it. They're like, you know what? We're not doing that one. Uh, kind of like the weeks where we don't do podcasts. They're like, we're not doing that one. I love it when it's airlines that do it. Yeah. So I land and I'm like, okay. And then I went to the Admirals Club because they, they'll allow you to fuck with tickets there. And I was just like, hey, you canceled my flight. Uh, I need a hotel. And it was real nice. They gave me a hotel, taxi vouchers, all that stuff. They paid for everything. Nice. And I went and stayed at a Crown Plaza, which is a hotel that sounds nice but isn't. Oh, that's the uh, Bond movie, the Thomas Crown Plaza affair. <laughs> uh, if that would have happened, it would have been twenty minutes because uh, Bond would have checked out and gone. I'm gonna. This place sounded nice, but it sucks. Uh, but no, I had a great time. Uh, no, I didn't. I was in Dallas. Uh, I did just walk up to the bar, had dinner, had a couple beers. Uh, and then the next day, instead of flying to Cincinnati, just direct, you know, the easy way, they had me go through D.C. And then when we got to D.C., where he got on the plane and flew to, to fly to Cincinnati, and we got to the runway, and the pilot's like, there's a light. And a light came on. And I was like, but also, you could have just not seen the light and just taken off, because I've had a day. I feel like... I feel like if you get to the runway and a light comes on, the the captain should get on the horn and be like, here's what the light is. Uh, Here are the odds that here's what it could mean. And here are the odds that we would make it. 
And then we take. You're asking a pilot to be a statistician on the Yeah, fly? just being like, you know what? It's this thing. It's probably nothing, but it could be something. Uh, but what know, if it's nothing? But, you know, I'm giving us 80%. We make it to Cincinnati. I'd be like, let's do it. <laughs> uh, I think, but I think we should just. Do leave you have it. life insurance? I don't. You I should sh- set that up before you start that. making those making those uh, calls to the cat. <laughs> I just think, let's take a vote. Let's see where everyone's at. How bad do we need to get to Cincinnati? Uh, but, so then he goes, well, I'm going to try to reset it right here. You know, they do do this thing where they just turn everything off. They, <laughs> they turn everything off and they turn everything back on and just hope it resets like it's a phone. Or a, anything that's electric. Yeah. And they're like, no. And so we went back to the gate. The maintenance guy came on, literally walked back off. And the guy was like, we're good. We're out of here. I was like, what the fuck? He was like, I just blew into the engines a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like a cartridge for Nintendo. <laughs> he, The guy literally said, he goes, it was just something I couldn't do out on the runway. He was like, but we're fine. It took him longer to do the paperwork than it took to do the fucking... Uh, Repair. Jokes are better with timing. Uh, uh, um, what is in your mouth? Oh, it's my vitamins. You thought now was a good time to do that? Well, I didn't think it wasn't affecting anything until just now. What's I, wrong with you? I need to take them now. I had to take them. I have to take them now. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Can, can you Jesus tell? <laughs> Can't you tell that I need my vitamins? That was like, if you put a fire in front of that, that'd be like pyrotechnics at the Waterworld show at Universal. Oh my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> that was terrifying. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I am crying laughing. My butthole is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you need teepee for your bunghole. <laughs> oh, I went to Costco. Uh, great and I got you. T- I got you TP. Uh, yeah, I know. I, so I know you're that. Welcome. Uh, oh, do you want water? Because I bought a case of Fiji. No, I don't. I don't need water. They were less than a dollar a piece. I was like, I'm doing this. Yeah, I mean, fucking you, Costco. Yeah. Oh, Why not? <laughs> and then just throw the empty bottles out your window. I put them in the recycling. Well, I mean, that what is that doing really? Uh, it's making me feel better. It's making me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to rip another hilarious fart? I do not. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, guess what time it is? It's 8.50? 8. It's 8.58. Nope, it's fart ripping time. No, I'm kidding. No, it is. not again. It is listener to mail time. Ba-da-da-da. Uh, brought to you by Manscaped. Insert Manscaped ad here. Chris Porter here again to tell you all about Manscaped.com. I know last week when I started talking about it, you were like, Chris, I don't need special trimmers for my balls. I've got garden shears. I've got my dad's old weed eater. But I'm telling you, Manscaped does it right. They give you a properly sized shaver. They give you little guards so you can have different lengths. You want to do shapes? You want to give yourself some sideburns? You want to have an Elvis dick? Give yourself an Elvis dick. See if she'll love you tender, love you sweetly. Friday night with no plans? Why don't you just grab yourself a bottle of your favorite liquor and your little lawnmower and just go to town. It's like a whining painting for your dick. Give yourself a shape. Next time she sees it, she'll be like, is that a bolt of lightning? And you're like, you're goddamn right it is. 
Go to manscaped.com. Get yourself a lawnmower. Get yourself some ball toner. Get yourself some ball deodorant. And when you're all done, enter in the code 1 million pod in the promo code. That's all words 1 million with a TH to POD. You'll get 20% off and free shipping just for listening to the pod. That was gross. <laughs> I'm so glad you do those when I'm not around. This, uh, this, by the way, if you need, if you have questions, concerns, need life advice like these people do, uh, send it to one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a th and a pod at gmail.com. We'll write it. We'll we'll write it. We'll read it right here on the pod. Write but it. We'll read it. We'll read and write it right here. Boom. Bang. And whatever we do, we'll do it. Brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, this one's from Patrick. It says Fred's wedding advice. Uh, also, uh, I forgot to uh, go through these. So. Sorry. Uh, what's up, Porter's open parenthesis, comma, you? Oh, those were all words. What's up, Porter's open parenthesis, comma, you couple of dumb fucks, close parenthesis, question mark. Those were all hyphenated words. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already not liking you so much, Patrick. I may give you bad advice just for that fucking grammatical obstacle course <laughs> love the pod it's a must listen for someone like me who works the graveyard shift keeps me laughing and awake well that's one of us the next couple of months i'm in a couple of weddings and while i'm not the best man i'm a groomsman i know the best man is basically the go-to guy for this shit but since i'm only in my 30s i'm not used to this i was in one wedding base wait 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 I'm in a couple of weddings while I'm not the best man. I'm a groomsman. I know the best man. Okay. Wow. Can't believe this guy's fucking up words. I was in one wedding basically a decade ago, and it was a last minute thing since someone couldn't make it. Okay. Uh, what I want to ask is this. How should I conduct myself? Are big gifts necessary? Like I said, I'm not entirely sure how all this works. Any wedding day advice you guys could give would be much appreciated. Uh, well, here's what I would say. Uh, you're a groomsman, so you've already put down money to rent a tux, especially if you've had to travel there. I don't feel like you should have to give a, that large of a gift. Yeah, my presence is the presence. Yeah. Um, so if you have to travel, all that stuff, I don't think you need to give a gift. Maybe a gift card, like 50 bucks to Home Depot with a, with a little insert that says, my presence was a gift. Go fuck yourself. Or Sign. get him a weird fleshlight. Ooh, Yeah. One that looks like your butthole. Ooh, custom flashlight. And you sign what, it. What if it's your mouth? And on the Ooh. inside of the mouth, it says, I love you, friend. His and hers. Oh, I guess you don't need a hers. Yeah. Uh, his you, might, and, you could make a dildo his and other like his penis. No, I don't think any of those. I mean, unless you just don't want to be invited to weddings ever again. Uh, yeah, man. So conduct yourself though have a good time don't get out of sorts don't take uh focus away from the bride and groom so have a good time try to fuck a bridesmaid uh but like don't do it there on premises maybe try to get them somewhere else what that's so creepy get them somewhere else why you don't want to fuck them at the wedding usually the usually you stay there though right well, it depends where the reception is. You're not, but you don't want to bang some chick in the Knights of Columbus Hall, right? Or like try to get her back to your hotel room. Don't. That's like what I to, meant. Like that's. It sounded like you were like trying to get her away. 
No, I just meant to like a hotel room. I'm just saying just don't fuck her in conference room B of the Hilton Garden Inn. Why not? There's so many chairs. Uh, Anyway, fuck you. Come on by. P.S. Chris, I wanted to get one of those these dudes a cameo from you since he was my college roommate and we watch Ugly and Angry on Netflix all the time and still quote it to this day. It's a lot of words, bro. Any chance you'll be back on it by next month? And can I order one from you to give him on his wedding day? Thanks and go fuck yourself, Patrick. Uh, here's my deal with Cameo. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do during the quarantine and stuff. And because uh, I didn't have a lot going on. But now that I do have a lot going on, it's just something else that I forget to do. And I feel like I was just disappointing too many people by not doing them. And so and I'm not in a place where I think that will change right now. So, uh, no. What, uh, uh, Patrick, if you are, if you have to give any speeches at these weddings, uh, I suggest you have a friend edit that shit. Cause this email was a doozy. (laughs) Yeah. Run it by a friend first. If you got speeches, there was just a lot of rambling on. You don't want to be Led Zeppelin. You don't want to ramble on. Uh, this next one is from Jesse. Jesse. Fucking God, kill me. You are going to stain that couch just by doing your little bits. You're going to get little bits from doing your little bits. Uh, Jesse has life advice. Uh, Laugh advice or life advice? Life advice. Well, you're going to get laugh advice. Hey, Andy and Chris. Oh, she put you first. Or he put you first. Finally. Uh, This is Jesse. He, him. Oh, there it is. This is Jesse again. I'm going to hit this bong. Hit that bong. Jesse. I'm the guy who binged all of your episodes in a month. I have to admit, I miss listening to you guys multiple, multiple times a day. Anywho, the reason I am writing in today is for some life advice. Hence the subject line. Let's get into it, Jesse. I've been trying to work on my health for the past month. I'm using my Fitbit and logging my food and exercise. Some of the water at the back of my throat. Man. You got a bunch of that. It was gross. <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I was going to clean that. <laughs> I was going to clean it, but you got here too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, it's like doing a shot of an ashtray. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go Man, on. I've never had the water hit my foot, my throat from that bong. It was a little, dro- it was a droplet that went hit just bing, right on the back of my tongue, and <laughs> yeah, I want to die. Anyway, back to Jesse. I've been trying to work on my health for the past month. I'm using my Fitbit and logging my food and exercise. For the past two weeks, I have gone from losing nothing last week to gaining a pound and a half this week. I really am trying hard to stay on track, but it's discouraging when my results are negative. I'm six foot one inches and currently 272 pounds. I have knee and back issues from previous injuries. My question is, what do you guys do to keep motivated and stay on the right track? I have been walking a track near my house after work at midnight. I walk at least a mile and even do stairs when I can. Thanks for the life advice. I look forward to hearing uh, from all you all soon. Fuck you. Come on by. Jesse. Jesse, you're building muscle, bro. Yeah. Uh, also, I wouldn't do... Uh, 
I wouldn't weigh every week uh, for this very reason. Uh, it is discouraging. Uh, I would just keep your head down. Uh, and I would also continue to push yourself. If you're walking a mile this week, try to walk in a mile and a half next week or in two weeks. Like definitely set goals uh, that in, that are like, I'm going to get here and then I'm going to get here. Don't just stick at a mile. Uh, try to push that. Also, it's, uh, you know, it's not just about logging your food. It's about watching it too. you know, eat a lot of chicken, a lot of rice, a lot of cooking at home. I'm sure they're doing that if they're tracking all their stuff already. All right. Well, but, just in you case. know, I would say go by the feel of your clothes. Don't go by the number on the scale. Yeah. And also, how does it make you feel at the end of the day? Do you feel better every day when you wake up? Uh, does or do you still want to kill yourself? <laughs> no, but like I know when I didn't feel healthy and then we finally started doing the hit stuff every day after a while, I felt better. I had more energy. I woke up. I genuinely had a better mood be- right. because of it. So if that, if you're getting that from it, then you're doing good things. Yeah. Um, that's it for a uh, listener mail. Ba-da-da-da. Brought to you by Manscaped. Get your pubes right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, mom and dad moved to Overland Park. Boy, do I. Uh, well, a crew of cron tractors. A cron tractor? A crew of cron tractors. A con of crew tractors. Uh, a crew of contractors uh, took the roof off a house in Overland Park recently. Uh, however, uh, it was the wrong house. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How uh, were they be, how This was literally on Tuesday, August. How would 2nd. you not know someone's taking your roof off? Uh I don't think he was there. Is that a quick job? No. Unroofing? Deroofing? Uh Yeah, he said they they kind of and the when they showed up so he shows up, and uh, half his roof is gone, and he he goes, I think what happened is the roofing company got into it, the job, that is, and mm-hmm. then realized they're at the wrong address ah. and fucking bounced. Uh, probably, they didn't re-roof? Uh, no. Listen, I don't know if you've ever met a roofing crew. I have not. Uh, they are not big on the English. Or the, yeah, so it's, for the most part, migrants or uh, immigrants, and uh, so I can definitely see how maybe they got, there might have been a language barrier, mm-hmm. and then if you don't have a grip on the language, you're probably not going to be able to explain very well to a homeowner that you got the wrong address, like El Rongo. Right. No, wrong don't. home. Wrong. What's what's Spanish for home? Casa. Wrong casa. Nope. You know whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, probably just panic. You know. Yeah, but also, I mean, you got the you've got the shingles. Not, a, but you show up. Those show up on a different day. They went. They were there for demo day. But if they were, if they already took the shingles off, don't you think they were put? Could they could just put them back on? But not if they don't have anything to put on there. They probably showed up with. What were they taking off? 
Oh, you you want them? Oh, they well they don't. Here's the thing: when you don't think you're ever going to use something again, you don't take it off in a nice manner. So you're just left with mm. shards of shingle, shingle shards. Yeah. And uh, I've so, had shingle shards. <laughs> I think not I might, a good time. I think I might have shingle shards. And yeah, those are going to itch. But <laughs> they're so could ugh. you imagine? Could you imagine? How fucking mad dad would be if he were pulling up from the airport and half the roof to the townhouse was just gone. And he just, what, what, what the fuck? What? What? He gets that mad if there's a dog in his chair. (laughs) Move. Get out of there. Go. Move. Get out. No. You're done. It's like they're a dog. <laughs> you just tell them to move. Uh, go, move it. Go. Not uh, you, Bubba. You're so handsome. So, uh, this woman in Veracruz, uh, in Mexico. I don't know what part of Mexico it's in. Okay. But uh, in Veracruz. You sure that's not a town in Wyoming? No, I know it's in Mexico because this is according to the Mexico News Daily. Okay, but this woman named Doña Cata, she just died at a hundred years of age, and uh, it's a century. It sure is. Uh, fucking metric system. What? <laughs> uh, she. Uh, All right. She hated that there were so many. Wait, I didn't read this part. I was like, "What were you? Didn't you say you were going to read this?" Yeah, well, I guess I missed a lot of important parts. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Apparently, it's more than just the headline. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. So, Donya Kata, she loves dick. Like, loves dick so much, she got a huge one erected on her tombstone. Okay. <laughs> 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 She was known for her humor, sharp tongue, and sometimes racy conversation. Uh, she was a political activist, and uh, but she always hated the fact that there were so many public monuments to politicians, lawyers, doctors, and teachers, but none to the penis, a reproductive organ she considered worthy of reverence. She even wanted there to be a penis holiday. What do you think that, what would that day be called? Dick Day. Dick Day? Dia del Dicko? Dia del Dicko? <laughs> <laughs> Dia del hog. <laughs> Dia del puerco. Uh, yeah, but Dia yeah. del meat straw. She's <laughs> Dia del schlong. No, that's not funny. Uh, but here's a photo of it. Look at this monster hog. God damn! It. I think it's like seven feet tall. Maybe uh. six. But that's a huge pink. Pink penis. <laughs> where's, where's, where's Grandpa's plot? All right, go to the dick, and then he's three west of the dick. <laughs> Which way's west? All right, so if you're facing, so. Wait, which nut are you at? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
So if you're fa- so like pretend it's your dick. <laughs> All right, it's three from the right nut. All right, yours curves. Hold on. <laughs> Forget the first two steps. <laughs> Forget the first- Just start at the nuts. And then, also, if it's four o'clock, just head towards the sun. <laughs> and if it's eight, head head away. Uh, I think that's funny. I love I love a good bit that goes into the afterlife. God damn it! I can't. Uh, Jack Lemon has the best one. Oh yeah, Jack uh, Lemon in in yeah. It's a grave. And it's you know like the doctor is in anyway. And then on and then on Halloween he comes out and he's like. And then it says out. Uh, well, that it's good to be back. It is good to be back. Man, I hope we can do this again next week. <laughs> we'll see. It's called the one millionth pod, not the consistent pod, you pieces of shit. Uh, this weekend, I will be in Sacramento. Sacramento. They do not like being called that. No, they don't. But that's why it's almost like oh, I do it more. Uh, but I probably won't say it on stage. Uh, I'll be at the punchline, and then next week I will be up in uh, Syracuse, New York, uh, at the old. Look at you going into a northern state in the summer. Yeah, it will be nice. Maybe take a break, and then off to Chicago. You can see all my dates at chrisportercomedy.com, and as always, you can follow Andy on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And you can follow Chris on Twitter and Instagram at. I am Chris Porter. And as always, hey, I am. Yeah, as, as a matter of fact, as always, I am Chris Porter. And I am Andy Porter. And this has been the One Man Podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. I do 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 I wonder what Cheryl's doing. She's probably crowing about something. <laughs>